in lockdown. Don't venture away from your radio. Don't go outside. Don't get infected. Welcome to Quarantine. Quarantine Radio Theater brings you new productions of old-time radio as well as new productions of original material. So, dim the lights, sit back, and close your eyes. We are in quarantine. Howdy. Welcome to Quarantine Radio Theater's production of Gunsmoke, Start of a Legend. My name is Megan Kolosaiki, the director of this episode. Our fans requested that we perform a western, so I picked the very first episode of one of the most famous western series to be our first western show. The radio show Gunsmoke began in 1952 and ran for nine years. In 1955, the radio series was adapted for television and ran for 20 years as one of the longest-running primetime dramas in U.S. television history, surpassed only by Law & Order SVU. Around Dodge City in the Territory West, there's just one one way way to handle handle the the killers killers and spoilers and that with the U.S. Marshall and the smell of gun smoke. for murder. Wanted for murder. Clay Richards. Clay Richards. Age 31. 31. Hat six feet, eyes brown, hair red. Eyes brown, hair red. Hey, how would you like me to print his picture on these notices? I got a woodcut. Let me show you. Ernie, fetch the marshal a copy of that front page. Interviewing Clay's wife yesterday, I noticed a tintype on the mantle, their wedding photograph. So the first thing you know, I snitched it. Very thoughtful. I'll take it, Ernie. Then I propped it up in front of me and called me this woodcut. Ain't she prime? Ain't she just elegant? Real elegant. A good likeness, don't you think? Cause he was seven or eight years younger on the tintype. Yeah, it's a good likeness. Hair was shorter. Doesn't show what makes a law-abiding man like him try to rob a bank. Doesn't look like a man who murdered an old cashier and a Chinese cook who just happened to be there. But it's a good likeness. A picture like this sure dresses up the front page, don't it? Yes, it's a little masterpiece, Mr. Hightower. A notable contribution to the culture of Dodge City. Well, thank you, Marshal. Does fetch the eye, don't it? I'm printing an extra 500 copies of the weekly, and I bet I sell them all. Too bad the cashier's shot went wild, 
if he'd managed to kill Clay or even wing him, well, I bet I could sell a thousand extra copies. We must be thankful for the blessings we do receive, Mr. Hightower. Oh, I am, Marshal, I am. Why, just before it happened yesterday afternoon, I didn't know what I was going to fill my columns with. And then, like manna from heaven, two murders and a bank robbery. Attempted bank robbery, Mr. Hightower. He turned and ran before he got his hands on so much as a dollar. Mr. Dillon? I'm talking business. What is it, Chester? Well, uh, it can wait, I guess, Mr. Dillon. Yeah, print Clay's picture on those notices, Mr. Hightower. Now, where were we? Ah, eyes brown, hair red. Oh, yeah, also known as Red, Bricktop and Sorrel. He didn't answer to no other nicknames, did he? No, that's what they called him. All right, then, in big letters, $400 reward, dead or alive. And at the bottom apply Matt Dillon. Marshall, Dodge City. Mm-hmm. Print 200 copies. How soon can I send Chester over for him? Uh, this afternoon. Good morning, Mr. Hightower. Chester. Think those posters will do any good? Richards is probably overlying into Oklahoma or Colorado by now. That strawberry roan of his is the fastest in the county. He has no money. He panicked and ran out of the bank before he got a penny. I think he'll try to get from his wife or sister or friends the first chance he has. Maybe tonight. I say he's around here somewhere. I, uh, I'm sorry I turned on you like that, Chester. That's all right, Mr. Dillon. Out all night with a posse, no sleep. Man's bound to get touchy. Nah, it's not that. It's the way the people use a thing like this. The men riding posse last night, they enjoyed it as if they were hunting fox or possum. Hightower back there, he acts like it was a birthday treat. Especially gotten up for him. Everybody finds a way to use it. What was it you wanted to tell me? Hmm? Oh, I got a kid, a little boy locked up in a cell. He ran away from home back in Cottonwood. Ed turned him over to me when he come through on the stagecoach just now. He's about 12 years old. Who's is he? A widow woman, uh, Mrs. Bonnie. She runs a boarding house in Cottonwood. Ed says the kids is always running away. A little wild, I guess. He flagged Ed for a stage ride halfway between here and there. Soon as Ed seen him standing there with his bundle on his shoulder, he knowed what he's up to. Told the kid he'd help him, but then turned him over to us. All right, we'll send a telegram to the mother to come and fetch him. Well, come on in, Chester, and shut the door. Mr. Dillon? You're letting in every horse fly in Kansas. Miss Dillon, I think you better cancel the order for them notices. What? Dutchman's coming up the street and he's leading a strawberry roan and Clay Richards is draped across the back. Like a sack of wheat across the saddle. Last time I saw him was two days ago. He was standing at the bar laughing his head off. A sack of wheat across the saddle. And followed by half the saloon bums and loafers in town. All right, Chester. Make him keep back. All right, stand back, you fellas. Go on now, back. Stand back. Ziegler. How did it happen, Ziegler? Oh my God, and my old Billy God, he pushes open the tent last night and runs away. Forget your goat. What about Clay? I tell you, this morning I go look for the goat. 
I walk here, uh, there, and near the river, I see Clay. He sits there. I say, hello, Clay, we get. And that's when I... Uh, Dirty Dutchman, you know good dogs. Clay was your best friend. He helped you buy your farm, and now you killed him. All right, all of you. Keep back, everybody. Clay, I mean, no, no brothers. We were like, uh, we was in the war together. You killed him for the reward. Not so. I killed nobody, not since Gettysburg. Clay is dead already when I find him. I don't even own a pistol. Ziegler, inside, quick. Chester, give me a hand with Clay's body. All right, all of you. Listen. Shut up! I will not tolerate a disturbance. You know me. I've got him, Chester. Take his legs. Because oh. then I'll lose a few more pounds. God. Oh. Dang. Oh, son of a... <clears throat> All right, kick the door shut. Uh, Marshal, I don't kill Clay. On this table, Chester. <clears throat> what did you do with his gun, Ziegler? His holster's empty. A gun? Clay's... I, I don't got it. I don't even own one. Chester, see if it lipped off when... His holster was empty coming up the street. Uh, first thing I noticed. Maybe it's on the... Hey, another customer. Well, that's three in less than a day. Oh, bountiful harvest. My fees this month will keep me in luxury. In luxury. Doc, I uh, want to have an inquest as soon as possible. As soon as I finish the autopsy. Shouldn't take long with the practice I've had this week, huh? Not at all. No. Late afternoon all right with you? I'll take him over to my office right now. <sighs> no, thank you, Chester. I can carry him all by myself. You just open the door there and I can... Oh, there. Marshal, tell the city fathers I'd like to make a deal when the corpses are as famous as this one. Back in 53 in San Francisco, fella I knew earned a fortune exhibiting the head of Joaquin Moretta. Tell them if they let me keep the remains, I'll do the autopsies for nothing. Shut the door, Chester. Ziegler, where is it that you met Clay on the river? By the ford. This side by the ford. Right out there, Chester, and see if you can find Clay's gun. Maybe he dropped it when he was shot. I did not shoot Clay. Sure. I did not. I I have no reason to. I did not. I did not. You listen to me. Maybe you think Dodge has got so big I don't know about everything that goes on here. Well, if you do, you're wrong. You think I don't know about the bank having an overdue mortgage on your farm? You're wrong. $400 is reason enough for a struggling farmer like you. No. I would not do such a thing. I am a human being. To a peace officer, Ziegler, that's enough grounds for suspicion. But whether you did it or not will be decided at your trial. In the meantime, you just stop yammering about it. A trial? Me? Even when I shoot somebody, I stand trial. If they find it's justifiable homicide, and they probably will... Clay, being a wanted man, they'll let you off, and if not... Please, I, I am permitted to go now? Go? Are you crazy? My farm, my stock, I, I must look after it. You sit right down. You want to be lynched? You trying to get yourself murdered? Have you forgotten about Clay's brother, Adam? 
Oh, he will not believe I shot. What difference does it make whether he believes it or not? His brother's been killed and everybody's looking to him to do something about it and he knows it. He can be mean as a cornered mountain lion, hangs out in the saloons with a rough crowd. Adam is more than likely lapping up enough courage to come here and ask me to give you to him for a present. You want to know who will be with him? Every loafer, every bum, every slob in town, slapping him on the back and telling him what shame it is. Egging him on to kill you so they can have some excitement and some fun. Maybe you deserve killing, but it's my job to uphold the law, and I'm not letting you out of here. Uh, but I, I, I... You might spend your time trying to think of a better story. That is, if you intend to stay in this town. All right, now think back. Didn't Clay go for his gun before you shot him? I tell you I didn't. If I am not under arrest, you have no right to keep me here. I have to look after my farm. I go. All right, Chester. Lock him up. Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. Come on, Mr. Ziegler. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Step out, Sonny. This cage is bespoke. Who's in there, Chester? A little runaway from Cottonwood. Oh, come over here, son. Come over here to me. I know who you are. You do, do you? You bet. You're Matt Dillon. <laughs> Guilty. I knowed you right off. You'd pointed out to me one day back home. Fella said you were the fastest gun thrower in Kansas. Wyatt Earp would be awfully interested to hear that, I'm afraid. Fella said you were faster than old Earp. Faster than Wild Bill Hickok, Bat Masterson, or any of them. How many fellas have you killed? You don't keep score, son. It's something you try to forget. Not me. Someday I'll be famous like you, and for every fella I kill, I'll put a notch on my gun. People will see those notches, and they'll know they've been in a... Why did you run away from home, bub? Don't you know your mother's likely to worry about you? Ah, she won't worry. She's too busy working. You ain't gonna make me go back, are you? You wouldn't do that, would you? Well... Because it wouldn't stop me for long. I'd only run away again. Where you off to in such a sweat? Ah, Texas, California, Mexico. A feller can accomplish things there. Not like living in old Cottonwood. If you let me go, someday when I'm famous, you can tell people you helped get me started. Well, that's a pretty strong inducement. Hmm... I have to think about it for a while. And, uh, look, while I'm making up my mind, I want you to give me your word, the word of a man who will be famous someday, that you don't try to run away from me. Otherwise, I'll have to have Chester lock you up again. I'll shake on that. Good, good. Chester, I want you to go look for Clay's gun. Yes, Mr. Dillon. And on the way, stop off and send that telegram, you know? Hmm? Oh, that telegram. Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. I'll get on it. Where's Ziegler? It's all right, Chester. Go ahead. Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. Where's that murdering dog? Ah, oh, there you are, you spineless. Not a single step further, Adam. I want him, Dillon. He murdered Clay. Shot him down without giving him a chance. How do you know? Because Clay wouldn't have let anyone catch him off guard except a friend. A friend. Now, Dylan, give me that Dutchman. Try to take him. 
like that. It's like that. So, it's true what the fellas say. You made a deal with the Dutchman to give him the reward and protect him if he killed Clay for you. That was the deal, was it? Yeah. Fellas say why I'd make such a deal? Dylan, it ain't no longer a secret around town that you and Francie won each other. But Clay was in the way. You had him killed so you can get his wife. Do you deny it? No, no. It will serve as well as any other crazy story to work you up. You think you're safe behind that star, don't you? Clay had friends. Lots of them. I'm coming back with them friends and we'll get the Dutchman and you and anyone else who tries to stop us. All right, Adam. I'll be waiting. Yeah, you wait. Woo! I almost seen something pretty bad just then, didn't I, Mr. Dillon? Yeah, almost. About another pint of whiskey ought to do it. Son? You say something, Mr. Dillon? Yeah. Open that drawer in front of you there. You'll find a small bottle of oil in there. No. No. The one to the right. Yeah, that's it. Now bring the little brush, too. Here it is. Thanks, bub. That's a right nice gun you have there. It's not bad. Just a little stiff. Just a little stiff. Don't it have a trigger? I never seen no gun without a trigger before. Oh, you remove the trigger or tie it back against the guard. All you have to do is thumb the hammer. There. Like that. It's faster. Hmm. That's better now. Remove the trigger. I'll remember that. What in the world for? Oh, I remember everything you told me. About the Texas holster, and the spring holster, and the double roll, and the filing off the sight. It's just me, Mr. Dillon. Any luck, Chester? No, sir, not any. Any luck, Chester? I went to the store first and asked Mr. Denton what kind of ammunition Clay Richards used to buy, and he told me Clay had a double action forty-four. I scoured that river bank a half mile each way from the fort, and not a sign of it. Hmm. I got that telegram off. You know who ought to be here pretty soon. It's only seven or eight miles from here. Is there a fire in town? Funeral services for Mr. Grinnell, the cashier. So soon? It's awful hot weather. Yeah. Um, any of your guns need oiling, Chester? I don't think so. You sure? When Adam left, he said he'd be coming back with some friends. I know. I stopped at the Long Branch just now to rinse out my mouth. Adam there was talking mighty ugly and mighty big. He's got a sizable following. Yeah, 
When do you think? Any minute now, Mr. Dillon. Want me to take Bub out of here? Uh, one of the hotels, maybe? I want to see it. No, I think he'll be safer here, Chester. Behind stone walls and knocking about the streets rubbernecking. You keep your head down, Sonny. You hear? Matt. Matt, I gotta talk to you. She ought to be in mourning if she cared for Clay at all anymore. She ought to be in black. Matt. Oh, Lord, I find her more beautiful all the time. Matt, have you heard what they're saying? What are they saying, Francie? That you and me... That you made Pete Ziegler kill him because... I'm sorry that got back to you, Francie. It's all over, Dodge. Adam almost strangled me before they dragged him off. Francie, I didn't shoot Clay. I beg you, believe me. Shut up, Ziegler. Shut up or I'll plug you to death. Francie, it's just one of those crazy stories. They needed one and they made one up. But, Matt, everyone believes it. On my way over here, people were pointing, whispering old women, clicking their tongues at me. They believe it. They'll forget it. And as soon as this is over, they'll remember that even if we once did go with each other, it was finished and done with even before the war ended. Before you even met Clay. No. They won't forget it. For the rest of my life, as long as I stay here... Hold it, Francie. Yeah, Doc, what is it? Oh, uh, am I interrupting? What is it, Doc? The autopsy's finished. I examined his liver and, uh... This is Mrs. Richards, Doc. Oh, I, I beg your pardon, ma'am. I'm sure I meant no disrespect for the departed. Well? Clay was shot all right. But from the nature of the wound and the coagulation of the blood, I'd say it happened sometime yesterday. I'd say the cashier's bullet didn't go wild after all. How could a dead man gallop away? Well, that wound wasn't what killed Clay. The bullet hit the rib cage and bounced off. Twenty-two caliber it was. What did kill him was a stab in the back. Right through the spine. Inflicted sometime this morning. Near as I can tell by a small blade. Maybe two or three inches long. Could have been a Barlow knife. Thanks, Doc. Please accept my condolences, Mrs. Richards. You can call the inquest any time you're ready, Marshal. Chester, close the door. You see? You see? I didn't do it. I didn't shoot him. All right, so you stabbed him, maybe. You said you never carried a gun. Look, Francie, go home and give Matt as a chance to simmer down. Madam, I, uh, I'm gonna have to ask you something. Yeah? Turn Pete Ziegler out into the street. What? Francie, they're itching to get their hands on him. Let him have him. It'll prove that story is a lie. That you couldn't make a deal with him. Please, Matt, I have to live here. I have to live here. Matt? Matt. Don't look at me like that. Go home, Francie. Go home or leave town or hang yourself or anything you like. Just go away. Yeah. Away! Right now! I bought me a bottle at the Long Branch, Mr. Dillon. Would you care for a drink? No. I guess the funeral's over. There'll be others. Funny. Now I miss that bell. Awful quiet, ain't it? It just adds a little bit to the, um... Just about on schedule. Are you ready, Chester? Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. I'd use a shotgun if I were you. 
It's more effective when there's a mob to be dealt with. Oh, yes, sir. I aim to. Ziegler, you too, son. If problems start, lie down flat on the floor and keep your head down all the time. Don't gawk to see what's happening. You understand me? Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. All right. Chester, I want you to stand there in the doorway after I go out so you can cover the back door and me at the same time. Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. All right, Chester, open the door. <laughs> My duty to warn all of you that you are in the breach of the Bring peace. Him up. String him up. Bring him out here first. I'm sworn to uphold the law. I've killed men in order to do it, and I'm prepared to do so again. Give us the Dutchman, Dillon. Men! I ask you to be sensible and leave quietly. But if you refuse to listen to reason, if you insist on being fools, if you've already decided to act like wolves instead of humans, then there's nothing I can say to make you change your minds. All right, you want Peter Ziegler? Well, he's not more than 20 feet behind me, so come on and get him, any of you. One at a time or all at once? Come on! Which one of you wants to die first? You? You? You, Adam? Well, what do you say, Adam? You led him here. Don't let the star on my coat stop you. Come on. There. I'm not wearing it now. Well, come on. Draw, Adam. Draw. You all right, Mr. Dillon? Yeah, get his gun. Man alive! I couldn't even see your hand move. Marshal? Marshal? Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Doc, you make one single funny remark and I'll knock you down. You just take him to your office and get to work. Well, I, I never do mean to offend, Marshal. In my line of work, well, bodies... They're just so much lumber. Make all the jokes about them you please. But not to me and not in my hearing. In my line of work, there's nothing humorous about this. Give him a hand, Chester. I can handle him, Marshal. Thank you. Thank you. Can you direct me to the Marshal's office? Ah, yes, ma'am. Right here. I'm Marshal Dillon. I left Cottonwood as soon as I got your telegram. I'm Mrs. Bonnie. Where's my boy? Oh, we have him, ma'am. Safe and sound. Right this way, ma'am. I'm sorry he put you to all that trouble, Marshal. The truth of the matter is he's a wild one. And no mistakes takes after his father. One scrape after another. He was no trouble at all. I enjoy children. I like to have him around. Bub? Bub, your ma's here. Son! Chester, where's the boy? Did you let him sit past you? No, sir, Mr. Dillon. He never got past me. Look, the back door's open. He's seen me and he hightailed it. The devil! <laughs> we'll round him up for you, ma'am. Don't worry. Oh, I don't know why I bother hauling him back. If he's run away once, he's run away a thousand times. This time he ran away because I, I wouldn't buy him a gun. He wanted a real one. That boy is just gun crazy, I swear. 
I got him a nice Barlow knife instead. Barlow knife? I reckon it didn't satisfy him and off he run. Barlow knife. A kid. Chester, find the kid. Marshall, has he done something bad with it? He promised he'd use it careful. Never mind, Chester. He's got Clay's strawberry roan. We'll never catch up to him. I, I tried to bring him up right. I, I tell him to be good, but he don't listen. He just don't listen. Oh. Now calm yourself, ma'am. Just calm yourself. Here's his little bundle, Mr. Dillon. Huh? Oh, give it to me. It's pretty heavy. Here, you're better at knots than I am. Open it, will you? The moment he was born, he's been nothing but tribulation. Now, please, ma'am. What's he got in it, Chester? Hmm. Shirt. Stockings. Piece of sausage. And this. 44 double action. Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. That's Clay's gun. Didn't manage to keep it long, did he? Well, if he wants a gun that bad, he's bound to get a hold of another one somewhere, somehow. Chester, call Mr. Hightower. Hey! Hey, Mr. Hightower! Come on over! Mr. Dillon wants you! Uh, Marshal, uh, could I have a drink of water? What? Oh, Ziegler, I forgot all about you. Ah, Chester, where are the keys? Right there on the desk. Well, there we are. It will be safe for you to go home now. I, I, I can go back to the farm? Yeah, that's right. I'll send for you for the trial. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Excuse me. Yes, Marshal. Mr. Hightower, it appears that we can do business after all. Get some paper and a pencil. I want some notices printed. Fire away. Wanted for murder. Wanted for murder. Ah, what's the boy's name? Bonnie. William Bonnie. William Bonnie. William Bonnie. Age 12. Height about five feet. Five feet. Hair light. Eyes blue. I don't suppose he's known by any other name. No. Everybody just calls him Billy. Or the kid. Also known as Billy the Kid. first episode of the radio series Gunsmoke. We at Quarantine Radio Theater thank you for listening. If you like this production, please follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or pretty much any other major podcast platform. Please feel free to comment on our Facebook or YouTube page and let us know what other radio genres you'd like to hear from us. We at Quarantine Radio Theater hope you have a good night, good day, or good whenever else you might be listening. Thank you.